Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking movies that inspire travel.
Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. Hey there. And so this week on our travel episode, we wanted to talk about what inspires you to travel, whether it be music or art or just your crazy life that you just want to get away from or, you know, go relax, go on an adventure, go discover someplace new, whatever it is. Uh, for me, a lot of times, movies really inspire me. I, lo- I love movies anyway. I, lo- I can watch a lot of movies over and over again, specifically travel movies. I could watch over and over again. And a lot of movies throughout my lifespan have really inspired me to travel. And uh, in fact, there's a few movies that inspired me to travel. And when I went on, on a couple of different trips, that actually inspired me uh, to do to change some things in my life. Uh, and I think that's one of the cool things about travel. Um, there's, there's a lot of movies that I really love <clears throat> about travel that people are just kind of getting away from everything. And whether their their life is just, you know, kind of just turned upside down or they're going through a loss or whatever the case is, I think those kind of movies really you know, inspire you to travel. And so that's what we're going to talk about this week. We're going to talk about movies that inspire you to travel because that's what, what really, you know, travel uh, to inspires me to travel. And uh, music travel also inspires me to travel. Um, just discovering new places inspires me to travel. But we all love movies, right? So we're going to talk about a list here uh, uh, of movies that I really love. Maybe if you've never seen them before, you're going to discover and you're going to go, hey, you know what, I'm gonna, I want to go check that out because it features this city or that city or this country or that country. Uh, so here is my list of travel movies um, that if you if you see me traveling and, and even on assignment, I'll go on a travel trip or a press trip and you might see me in my airplane seat and I will actually be watching some of these movies on my laptop um, just because they inspire me, you know. So um, I, I, I really love a lot of these movies, so I hope you, you do too. And uh, if there's another movie that maybe inspires you, I want to hear about it. I want to hear like, oh yeah, you know, this movie really inspired me to go such and such, or I want to go to such and such because of this movie. So here's, here's my list. So <clears throat> first on the list is what better title than Lost in Translation, right? Because if we're going to travel anywhere and, and they may not speak English, uh, or <laughs> even if you travel different parts of our country uh, in America, you may not understand the other person, you know, either, either from the South or New York or Boston or whatever the case is. Uh, but Lost in Translation is just is a great title. And, and first off, is Bill Murray not one of the greatest creations ever on our planet, right? I mean, he is just like an American institution. Uh, and many of my favorite movies of all time, Bill Murray's probably in, and I probably will quote many of those movies. Um, top of that list, um, Lost in Translation might be one of them. Uh, maybe next to Caddyshack, but, um, or below Caddyshack, depending on my mood. But in this movie, Bill Murray plays this actor who travels to Tokyo... He's kind of a washed-up actor trying to find himself, and <clears throat> he has a couple of gigs there. Like a, he has a commercial shoot and uh, or like an ad shoot for whiskey, and then he also has a couple of TV appearances. He meets Scarlett Johansson, who's there with her director boyfriend. Um, 
But the main theme of it is just kind of sort of finding yourself. And Scarlett Johansson's character is trying to find herself. Bill Murray's trying to find himself um, through his marriage struggles that you get that kind of hinted about. But what really strikes me in the movie is, and you could travel anywhere, and and you walk in. So, so say you've never been to someplace like New York City or or even uh, Los Angeles, for where I'm from. And you walk in, you walk through what are, say, say Times Square, and it's just this amazing neon flood of, you know, uh, things that are coming at you. Well, Tokyo is, is absolutely like you're walking onto Mars. I mean, the first time I ever went to Tokyo many years ago, uh, it's just like, oh, it is trippy as I ever have ever seen a city before. And, and specifically, too. You know, at that time, there wasn't a lot of English, and t- today, and even in, in parts of Tokyo and Japan, there's not a lot of English science, so you're just like, what is going on? And, and the crosswalks are different, and it is it's just a really crazy cultural shock. So, uh, I've been to Japan many times, or several times, I should say, and, and each time, uh, if, you, if, you, if you go to Tokyo or to a rural part, um, it just really feels like you're on a whole different planet. And I, I think you could feel that way about any country you go to that you may not speak the language. You're like, what is going on? And a lot of things get lost in translation. Cause even when people have translated things to me, I'm like, wait, I didn't talk that much. Why did you say that much? Or I, I, you know, I said less than that or less said more than that or something like that. So lost in translation, that's first on my, on my list right now. Um, next on the list, much like Bill Murray and lost in translation, Ben Stiller in uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty is at a crisis in his life. And his job at Life Magazine, uh, Life Magazine is basically folding and they're they're firing a bunch of people in, in the premise of this movie. And um, Walter, though, um, different than maybe Bill Murray's character in the other movie, he's never traveled anywhere. And he lives his life through the lens of photographer Sean Penn, who played by Sean Penn, who travels all around the world and Walter edits his, his, um, his, his photos. And through that, he has a bunch of fantasies about traveling the world, changing his life, doing all kinds of different things, which I think what, you know, people do when they, when they travel, like, Oh, you know what? I could either live here or I could change this in my life. When I get back home, I'm going to do this or whatever the case is. And in this movie, secret life of Walter Mitty, Ben Stiller's character travels all around the world to find one picture from photographer Sean Penn. And in this movie specifically, uh, it really inspires, inspires, because I have not gone there yet, is to go to, to Iceland. Uh, and, and to me, actually many of the places he goes in, into the film. Um, uh, but Iceland is just a beautiful, stunning place. And I just know it's one of those places that I'm going to go and I'm gonna, oh, I'm going to fall in love here. Uh, it's, it reminds me of, you know, just an, another place that looks completely different to where, to where I'm from. Uh, as well, I, I've, I've been to other parts of Scandinavia that it kind of reminds me of that. So I know I will just absolutely love Iceland and, um, this movie, Walter Mitty just really, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, you know, it's touching it. It's inspiring. And it really has inspired me to travel a lot more and discover things. And, if you've seen the movie, you're going to want to eat a Cinnabon uh, while you're watching the movie, of course, right? When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. 
When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Okay, friend, I want to know. What are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Uh, so next on my list is a movie. Um, it's a little bit older. Um, it has a young Ethan Hawke and a young um, French direct, uh, uh, actress. Actually, I think she's French. Uh, Julie Delpy. And uh, they're 20-somethings that fall in love on a train traveling through Europe. He's American. Uh, she's French, and they, they they fall in love, have a night together all throughout Europe, and this is Before Sunrise. Now, this is, Before Sunrise is the first of, of three different movies, um, before movies, that that chronicalizes their, their relationship. And, <clears throat> like, the next movie, um, they get back together because they've been married, or he's been married and whatnot, um, and, and the last movie, they're married and have kids. So it's a whole sort of lifespan of how of what they go through before Sunrise is the the first one of these uh, trilogy movies before trilogy movies. And if you've never seen this, um, like I said, there's a young uh, Ethan Hawke, um, Julie Delpy is awesome. It is just a beautiful movie. This movie totally uh, inspired me to travel around Europe, see different parts of Europe. 
uh, and specifically by train. Uh, I mean, how cool is that to to be able to go and you're and you're only on a train for maybe sometimes a couple hours and you, wait, you're in another city. Not only you're in another city, you're in another country, and uh, probably ninety high ninety percent of the time that I get out on train in Europe, I think about this movie before sunrise. Um, I mean, it has it has romance, it has Europe, it has beauty. Um, there's great songs in it. Uh, Richard Linklater is the director who did Boyhood and a bunch of other awesome movies. Uh, Richard Linklater is one of my favorite filmmakers. Uh, so if you've never seen Before Sunrise, uh, I would highly recommend this movie and, and, and get all three movies because they all take place in different parts of the world. Um, the second one takes place in Paris and the last one takes place in the Greek islands. So you can't go wrong in any of those, um, in any of those places. Um, Next on my list is a little bit another older movie, too. This is a young Daniel Day-Lewis, um, Juliette Binoche, another great French actress, and Lena Olin, who's a Swedish actress. Um, <clears throat> this, uh, <laughs> The Unbearable Lightness of Being is the name of this, and it, it's taken from, a, from the book Unbearable Lightness of Being. And the backdrop does not sound like, okay, maybe this is a great travel movie. It takes place in Prague, Czechoslovakia, and the backdrop backdrop is the 1968 Soviet um, takeover of Prague and other parts of Czechoslovakia. And <laughs> you would not think with the description of that, it is actually a sexy, beautiful movie, and it, which, it, which it really is. It sort of ends tragically, um, but again, it's still this beautiful and sexy. There's a lot of really great sexy scenes in this movie. Um, and a, I mean, a great young, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, uh, in this, but what this movie did <clears throat> many years ago, it, this was one of the first movies that I went, you know what? I have to go see so many places in Europe and a little on the, or the rest of the world, but Prague is definitely in my top five. I have to get to Prague. Uh, more than a lot of other places that, that I really want to see. And there's a really big list of places that I've been to and a lot of places that I've never been to. And Prague is, abs- I, I just for some reason, it's just been one of those cities I've never been to. But this movie really showcases the city and just how beautiful it is. Um, at that time in, in, the, in the 60s and 70s and even out through, it, through the 80s, it was not a good time in Prague, but Prague has just made this really great comeback. It's also pretty, even these days, a pretty cheap place to go to. You, you get these gigantic beers and they have a better food scene than they've ever had before. Um, and Prague is just absolutely, uh, I just know it's again, one of those, it's like, it's like I said, one of those places I'm going to go to and go, Oh yeah, this is, this is now one of my favorite cities in the entire world. I say that a lot, but I know this, this will actually be one of them. And, And the rest of Czechoslovakia, I really want to see as well too. Um, Next on my list, uh, a little bit of a newer movie. Um, this was a 2011 Woody Allen movie, and Woody Allen is one of my favorite directors. And this movie became one of my favorite uh, movies of all of his of all time, uh, Midnight in Paris. And of course, if you're gonna have a list of movies uh, that <clears throat> inspire you to travel. Paris has to be on, on one of those, right? Whether it's an American of Paris or, you know, so many other movies that Paris is the backdrop. They're usually, even if the movie's not that great, if they shoot Paris well, uh, you know, it just shows you how beautiful the, the city is. And 
And Paris is one of those cities, just like it could be like so many other cities that you you think of and you're like, oh, well, you hear so many great things about it. Is it really good? Is it really not good? And Paris is just beautiful. I mean, it really is. It's romantic. It's um, historic. Um, it's, it's just architecturally, it's really great. And I think when I went there the first time, I was stunned how how nice everyone was. As long as you speak like a little bit of language, I think I've mentioned this on another Paris podcast, uh, that if you speak a little bit of French, they really will, will, you know, interact with you. And, and the French are really nice. The Parisians, I should say, are really nice. And, um, you know, there's, it's a really walkable city. I love Paris, but this movie, Midnight in Paris with Owen Wilson, who plays this writer who's kind of going through a crisis and, he doesn't like his writing. He doesn't like his life. That he's in, he's engaged to somebody that he doesn't want to. So he starts having all these fantasies, these Parisian fantasies, no less, that take him sort of back in time. But through that, he discovers himself in the modern day Paris, and all of a sudden, he's in a new, completely life, a different life. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time or just relax to a good book, Listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into The Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to The Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Uh, and it's just a beautiful movie. And so uh, I saw this movie actually a couple years before I ever went to Paris. 
Um, Shauna has actually been to Paris several times. And then, as we mentioned on our other podcast before about our honeymoon in Paris, we went on our honeymoon in Paris, uh, uh, to Paris. And, and just had a, had a great time. Uh, we rented an apartment there, a lot, you know, a, 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 and it's right in the heart of, of the neighborhood. So we got to go to these bistros and so many things. So this movie, uh, Midnight in Paris, it's just this beautiful movie. It really showcases Paris so much. And, and so when I saw this movie, I, I, I knew Paris was definitely on my list to, to get to definitely in my top five. Um, I now want, I really want to go back to Paris and, and since I have actually been to Paris and seen this movie on, on TV, I'm like, Oh, we got to go back and we got to go, you know, check this out. Cause there's so many things, so many things we saw in Paris, but we didn't get to see everything. And, um, but Paris is also too, just one of those cities that you just walk around, um, grab a bottle of wine, grab a, a, a baguette and some cheese and just sit down on a park bench and <laughs> watch people you know, either at a park or, or a cafe or somewhere. And, uh, it, it really is, I think one of the most romantic cities in the world. People say that a lot and you think, oh, that's a real big buildup. But I think if you let yourself escape almost like this movie, Midnight in Paris, uh, you will allow yourself to go, oh, no, this is beautiful. It's, it is really the city of lights. Um, not only lights, but it's also just the light, how, how, uh, you know, the sky and, and the, and the sun and the, and the, you know, the moon and different things capture Paris. You're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually a real stunning city. So, uh, I highly recommend this movie. If you have not, I, re- I recommend all these movies, but I highly recommend this movie. If you're not, especially if you're a Paris fan and never been before next on my list, Ireland is absolutely one of my favorite places, uh, in the world. And Sean and I have talked about, you know, possibly even living there someday, uh, either buying a second house or wh- whatever the case is. Um, but I love Ireland. And uh, when I saw this movie, P.S. I Love You, yes, this is a chick flick. And okay, I love chick flicks. I, uh, Shauna actually is, she will watch chick flicks with me. Um, but I'm probably a bigger chick flick fan, chick flick fan than she is. And uh, P.S. I Love You with Gerard uh, Butler and Hilary Swank, they meet in Ireland. Um, she's an American, he's an uh, Irishman, and <clears throat> they fall in love, get married, and live in New York City. Unfortunately, in this movie, in this romantic, uh, uh, I shouldn't not say, it's a comedy, but it's a romantic comedy with some drama, uh, he dies of a brain tumor. Um, but it also has a lot of great m- um, music in it, uh, including great Irish music that I love. Um, but this movie specifically, I, uh, P.S. I Love You, um, all the shots around Ireland are just absolutely beautiful. When they fall in love, I think is 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 awesome and really cool, uh, really coolly shot. Uh, I've been on roads where you know specifically where this movie takes place in Ireland, um, but as well, and the things are just remind you of that. Like some places you go in Ireland, you're on a road or you're walking to another village or somewhere, and you're like, you kind of think you're at the ends of the earth. And and in a way, you're on an island, uh, Ireland is an island, and at the end of parts of it are two oceans that you're like, oh, okay, I'm at the end of this. So I, it's a really, Ireland is, a, is just a great place to escape to, I think. Uh, <clears throat> they're some of the nicest people in the world. 
Um, and that is absolutely a fact. I don't care who you are. There's, I don't think I've ever met anybody who said, oh yeah, no, our Irish people are real, you know, wankers. Uh, most Irish people are, are just lovely, great, uh, hospitable people. Um, that will give you directions that will actually get in your car to take you to where you need to go. And this is kind of like that, where, where she's lost and she, uh, Hillary Swank's character's lost in Ireland and trying to get to another village and Gerard Depardieu, or Depardieu, Gerard Butler uh, finds her and then they end up falling in love. Unfortunately, like I said, he dies, but then he, ta- but uh, Gerard's character gives her a trip to Ireland to find herself and find her new career and find her new life and and actually ends up finding another love, another Irishman actually too. Um, so this is just a great movie. The one thing that this movie inspired me to do, uh, there was a, a time in my life a few years ago after I'd seen this movie and I was going through some things in my life and I actually said, you know what? I've been to Ireland a couple times. I want to go. I want to see everywhere that I want to see. So I went on a two-week trip around Ireland just by myself in a car driving on the other side of the road and another side of the car and and just discovered every place I, I wanted, or at least at that time for two weeks, I wanted to, to discover. I, there's still so much of Ireland I've not seen, and I really have to go see Belfast and Northern Ireland. I really want to go see. Um, but in this trip, I, by myself, I got to you know take my time, kind of do whatever I wanted to do. Like I said, I was kind of going through a... a, a a transition period in my life. And then that trip actually inspired me to become a travel writer. And I was kind of going in that direction as it was. And, uh, I just, I've always loved writing and I always loved traveling. And so I was, you know, kind of combined the two, but it also helped me kind of just, you know, like I've, I've never driven, uh, anywhere in, uh, the UK or places that, that drive on the opposite side of the, the road. And for me, it wasn't the opposite side of the, the road is the opposite side of the car that got me. I don't know how many times I started to get in the car and, uh, I'm like, wait, that's the wrong side. Anyway. So PS, I love you is a really great romantic. Um, it's a funny movie. It's a touching movie. And like I said, they have a really great, um, scenery in Ireland and a really great Irish movie as well, or, uh, music as well too. Last on my list this is a comedy. It is a complete silly comedy. Um, it's one of my. It's a movie that I I will turn on and just makes me laugh every time. With the genius of uh, Mike Myers from Austin Powers and Saturday Night Live and so many other things. So I married an axe murderer. Um, doesn't exactly sound like a comedy, uh, but this movie is absolutely hilarious. If you've never seen this before, I implore you to go check it out. Uh, if you like silly comedies, um, that's for sure. If you don't, may not be your cup of tea. Uh, but this movie, uh, San Francisco, again, is one of my top cities in the world. Um, you know, from Los Angeles, I've been to, able to travel to, to San Francisco so many times. It's a city that I've always wanted to live in. Uh, these days, San Francisco is just so overly priced that it's crazy. Oh, even overly priced for Los Angeles. It's it's just maybe not even worth it. But I absolutely love San Francisco. I love uh, all of Northern California. But And this movie, many years ago when I saw it, it, it really inspired me to fall in love more with San Francisco. Uh, Mike Myers plays this uh, poet. Um, and he 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 just has like so he does poetry in a in a coffee house, especially back when the movie takes place, uh, when coffee houses were just becoming all the rage that they even still are today. And just they go to so many different locations in San Francisco. And before I saw the movie, I've I've been to San Francisco uh, several times. 
Um, but then I went, wait, wait, I've never been there. Oh, I've never been there. Uh, the Palace of Fine Arts, I've never been to. And they have a great romantic scene in that movie and stuff like that. So in the movie, he thinks his girlfriend, who I, who I believe becomes his fiancée in the movie, uh, is an axe murderer. And that she travels all around and she's married to all these different dudes. And so his friend, who's a cop, tries to help him find out if she's actually an axe murderer or not. Turns out she's not. Um, but I won't give it away, but it's, it's just a funny, silly movie, including, um, this is pre Austin Powers that, uh, Mike Myers plays his Scottish dad in this movie. And the, uh, this movie, there's, there's so many lines I will actually quote from this movie. And especially people who've never seen this movie, they're like, what? I don't know what that is. Or maybe they've heard it and they're like, Oh, it's from that movie. But yeah. So I hate Mary and Axe Murphy like silly movies. This is a great, but this movie in specifically, uh, showcases the city of San Francisco, which is absolutely one of the most beautiful cities in the entire world, showcases the city just beautifully. And uh, so they, they shoot it really well, and I, I love this movie. So anyway, those are my top uh, for now. I For movies, like mu- music, I can go on and on and on and on and, and say this movie was inspired, this movie inspired me to travel. And there are. There's tons and tons and tons of other movies and you probably have other ones on your list, so we'd love to hear it. Like, send us your list. Send us your top three list of, of movies that uh, inspire you to travel or uh, want to travel or have traveled. Said, you know what? I saw this movie. I had to go there, and and I went there. You know, like Eat, Pray, Love. Um, you went to Bali for the first time. Uh, you know, something like that. Just you know, send us send us that list. We'd love to hear that. So. But maybe maybe movies don't inspire you to travel. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's your crazy life. Maybe it's your job and go, I need to get away. Um, maybe you want to go on an adventure. Um, whatever it is, just get off your butt, get inspired, and start traveling. That's just my motto because it will literally change your life. <laughs> <laughs> 